0: We don't sugarcoat shit. (laughs) This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Everly S B connecting the dots here on Renegade Talk Radio. This is Sunday, December fourth, and it's 2016. Still, (laughs) how y'all doing? I certainly hope you're all well and good. For me, oh gosh, for Everly, the days. Well, they run together. And it seems weird that 2017 is going to be ushered in in just a matter of weeks. Although I'm certainly glad to be saying goodbye to 2016, which has been an almost, oh my God, kind of feeling throughout this year as I have watched what I can only describe as uh, insanity. For lack of a better word, I can't think of another word at this moment that describes it better. It is insane. Thank God at least the election is over. <laughs> that was the most ludicrous election cycle I have ever witnessed. And a lot of people I talk to register the same thoughts about it all. And I seriously doubt that we have to worry about any more prolonging, prolonging of the situation surrounding the election results and the attempts to have recounts. Thankfully, I believe that's dead in the water. But you know, (laughs) Renegade Nation, I could care less, personally. But I will say that the polarity, the divisiveness, and the violence that has occurred in the last few years, mostly created by misfits like George Soros and the minions who prescribe to that evil meme of social and political manipulation and those who participate for a paycheck taking part in setting countries up for social unrest, violence, and coup d'etats and the resultant wars that can occur, along with the mainstream prestitute media who've been gleefully going along with those disinformation campaigns, making these false flag incidents appear to be spontaneous events by lone government gunmen or, or an angry populace. The majority of it is all bullshit. Plain and simple. But the emotional backlash of people that are feeling so disempowered, so confused, so angry. I think quite a few people are losing it in the number of ways they're checking out, whether it's emotionally or through prescription drugs, alcohol, and so forth. Or the other big one is apathy. They protect themselves by choosing not to care. And that, Renegade Nation, is because the majority of the people do not know how the system works in the first place and who's really controlling everything. They don't want you to know what's really going on. What's really going on is an incredible and important reality that you have been left out of. Unless you're a true renegade and happily explore the rabbit holes. And it's obvious that they've done a very good job in dumbing down the general populace through diseducation and indoctrination into believing that the way the system works is the only way it can work. There's nothing else. This is the way it's always been. And that is a bold-faced lie. It's a totally fraudulent system set up through semantic deceit, non-transparency, and especially non-disclosure it is a system where the people not only in the states of america but throughout the world do not have a say in how this world is run those who are running things have not uh, uh been not disclosed what's really going on it's a much bigger game and a much bigger picture my friends and i think you know that even if you still get pulled into the circus of politics the Republican-Democrat meme or the Labour-Conservative meme or what have you, wherever you are. Once again, though, you need to regroup if you found yourself caught up in the current surface political game going on. Shake your head vigorously. Slap yourself a bit. Delicately, I might add. And open your eyes and your mind once again to the much greater reality. The election's over. Come back. Come back. A friend a few days ago uh, asked me to focus this show on who Trump is appointing to his cabinet positions. And I thought about it and pretty quickly rejected it. I mean, I could care less at this time about Trump's appointees as there's nothing I or anyone can do about it. Trump is the one who is in. And we can only watch and be alert as to how this administration unfolds in the coming months to ascertain where Trump and his handlers are attempting to take us. Based on what Trump has been saying, if that's any real barometer of what actually takes place, I believe his job is to make some much-needed changes to weed, weed out the criminal syndicate that has been control, the controlling influence over the last, I don't know, 40 years or so? Actually, longer. That That is at least part of the swamp he claims he will drain in D.C. Not all of them, certainly. He is seemingly aligning with the Zionist powers but enough of the criminal elements that have entrenched themselves over succeeding administrations that some of much needed changes can begin to take place. So Mark, my friend, I know you were interested in me talking about Trump's cabinet picks, but I would rather expand out to more important issues. I've had to watch the circus of this most recent election shenanigan because management told me to report on this crap. I guess there is a point to that wisdom in connecting dots, but now that it's done, it's a done deal. I wish to get back to the greater reality because that's where the rubber meets the road, my friends, and I'm truly done with it. My apologies, but I'm taking my show back to connect the bigger dots. And all I can say, Renegade Nation, is get used to the insanity we've been experiencing because I don't see how it's going to lessen any time soon. The advice I'm giving myself, um, while I, which I extend to you, is simple. We have to focus on keeping ourselves in balance in our thoughts and emotions, doing simple things like eating right and getting enough rest whenever and wherever you can, and at the same time, opening up our perception to the greater reality. But I feel that we also need to strap ourselves in for some more insanity because the year 2016 was just the setup for what's coming next. So, I'd like to turn to Europe at this moment. I've been somewhat neglecting that important subject because of the friggin' election circus tent. So, I just read some interesting um, articles posted by uh, Martin Armstrong of Armstrong Economics who said in a recent article, and I join him in this sentiment, this is the year from political hell. Armstrong uh, talks really deeply into economic and political forecasting and his analytics are very enlightening. And he said in preface to his analyses of what's happening globally, he says, this is a quote, keep in mind that confidence underscores everything. You accept a dollar bill for your labor only because you have the confidence that someone else will accept it in return all markets rest on a seabed of competence undermine that foundation and then the house of cards will fall he went on to talk about europe which is writing on trump's election and the right in all of its varieties, is on the march across Europe. They are now more popular than at any time since the end of the Second World War. Mainstream media reported recently that President Francois Hollande of France uh, made a statement on Thursday that he would not seek a second term next year. He is so unpopular. This is the very first time that France since the Socialists came into power as the ruling party back in 58 that an incumbent president will not seek a second term. It looks like the socialists are fini, as they say in French. Angela Merkel of Germany and Francois Hollande of France were the very pillars of Europe. The backlash caused by Britain's Brexit vote is spreading across Europe because of the severe lack of confidence over the Euro and the EU in general. Brexit was the first leg of the stool. Holland of France, is the second leg of this three-legged stool holding up Europe. The collapse of confidence behind the euro is directly tied to politics. Remove Merkel, and we'll begin to see how quickly Europe will unravel. Then know that we have the uh, referendums of the Netherlands and Germany coming up. I think the Netherlands, I'm not sure when they are, or Germany, I think that's maybe in April or May, somewhere in there, March, maybe. Uh, In addition to the Italian referendums, which, by the way, Italy is, that's taking place this weekend, today, actually. So it is apparent that this is a global trend of rejecting politics as we've known it. Big changes are in the wind. Oh, my God. Considering this, though, Armstrong uh, commented that he cannot see how Trump will be able to save the day Trump may give uh, help give the USA some breathing room, but the collapse that is underway starting in Europe will then migrate to Japan and finally come to the USA. Renegade Nation, we are facing major world political changes, and I can only wonder what this next year is going to look like. What do the powers that be, and I'm not talking about presidents and such, do they have in mind for us? What do they have in mind? It is a very good question because as you know, and I have repeatedly said, even though it appears that the voters here in the USA came out in enough numbers to outweigh any rigging attempts to keep the left in power, I don't buy it. When I come back, I'll talk into that. This is Everly Isby connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio, taking a few short moments in break. You right back. More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Mm. Well, hi again, you renegades out there. This is Everlyas and as I said before the break. The people in the U.S. of A changed the outcome of this presidential election, and here's why. I believe the financial and geopolitical machinations at play by the elite families and various moneyed interests around the world have been split in how they see the way this world is to be run. The families and moneyed interests that have been in control of the United States, for example, um You know their past agendas have mostly backfired on them. You know the, all the wars and different things that you know it's it's slamming back in the you know back. I can't remember what the word is that I'm looking for. Um, and then same for Europe because we're all tied together in our common interests. And as I talked about in the first segment of the show, other aspects of the controlling interests around the world have created the strategies that have led to the ongoing growth in power of China, Russia, the BRICS alliance, and its major infrastructure projects, the one belt, one road, huge projects that will eventually embrace all of Eurasia, the Middle East, the Far East, Europe, all of it, all of it will be, you know, and that's that's a powerful thing. We're seeing the past Uh, hegemonic agenda of the U.S. and the West, uh, Europe and stuff, uh, along with the countries controlled by them like Canada, Australia, and Japan, they are buckling under the weight of the short-sighted politics and the geopolitical agendas that has been the mainstay of Western think tanks that were reaching for global power at any cost, mostly at the cost of millions and millions of people around the world. The economic and financial model the West has utilized is unsustainable, and we're seeing it crumble right now, uh, based main, because it's based mainly on fraud and a myriad of other descriptive terms that boil down to outright criminal, mafioso-style ripoff schemes. It's just simple crime, but it's on such a vast scale, it's unprecedented historically. <laughs> The the socialist and fascist policies of the Western governments, where they're centralizing power and acting as the mommy state, which have been continually stripping the rights of the individual and wrestling more and more control over all aspects of people's lives, and the endless wars to keep the military-industrial security complex going, at least on the surface level anyway, has led to the rest of the world pulling away from them the elites controlling the western world are losing influence and power globally on an ever-growing and consistent basis i mean it's just kind of like in the philippines you know president duterte you know he's just out- outright saying you know he called obama the son of a whore and he's openly making public statements and killing off all the drug lords that the us and the western world has utilized the philippines for from the you know like the golden triangle where all the drugs are run through, well, they've been utilizing the Philippines for their drug running. So Duterte is sick and tired of it all, and so are the people. So he's a people's president. So he's just outright murdering all these drug lords and openly calling to to China and Russia, going, hey, I want to go to your side. Fuck the U.S. So because of all this happening, the powers that be made a plan, and they said Trump, is their plan B. Plan A is on the wayside, so let's let's do plan B. And I think that that's true. Uh, and while what he will do in office or will be allowed to do is still an open question, uh, they're going to make some changes in the way the West is run. I want to say this clearly. Anyone who really thinks that elections give people a voice are either, I don't know, distracted, uh, ignorant, uh, or they've not been looking at history and using their critical thinking skills. I'm not saying that anyone who clings to this notion is not intelligent. I'm just saying that the power of indoctrination and brainwashing techniques that have been abundantly employed to keep us in a mindset of compliance is extremely powerful. The people do not elect the president of a privately Uh, mostly foreign owned corporations such as the United States Incorporated or the United States of America Incorporated, which is the fact of the situation. You don't get to have a say for whoever is president of Burger King's corporate headquarters, do you? Of course not. But the federal corporate service contractors doing business as the United States Incorporated and the United States of America Incorporated do give you the appearances that you do have a say by playing out the grand circuses called presidential elections so that you are distracted by all the hoopla of the debates and so on, the endless discussions by talking heads on the mainstream media political talk shows, all to keep you occupied and unaware of what's really going on. People are so distracted by these brainwashing techniques that it's all anyone talks about. Think about it. You know, it reminds me of The Wizard of Oz. You know, the scene when, when Dorothy and the Scarecrow, the Cowardly Lion, and the Tin Man all meet the great and powerful Oz, who immediately dispenses hellfire, brimstone, and fear. And then as they are cowering, you know, uh, Toto just kind of trots over and unveils the man fervishly working behind the curtain. You know, Renegade Nation, we need to be Toto right now seriously yeah I was reading uh, this reminds me because I was reading a a few blogs from Carrie Cassidy of Project Camelot if you're unfamiliar with Carrie she's done um, countless interviews with many people who've been coming forward you know as whistleblowers whether they're retired military uh, maybe they're from the intelligence sector corporate contractors so on and so forth you know and they've conveyed a common theme that the deep state involved around the secret government and the secret space programs is well beyond national security issues and that disclosure of these programs, what's going on behind the scenes, is in the best interests of the people, not only in the United States but worldwide. And I'm going to read in part something from her latest blog where she spoke into the election and this I feel is well said based on what I'm talking about here. Uh, So this is a quote from Carrie Cassidy. She says, the amount of outrage and cries of the election being rigged prior to the vote was rampant. And of course, Trump himself claimed this multiple times in public. Now that he's won, you have to find it somewhat amusing that those very people who were so sure the election would be rigged with good reason are actually trying to backtrack or claim that the system Suddenly righted itself due to the overwhelming desire of the people. For me, this doesn't fly. In fact, the system is as corrupt today as it was yesterday. And that is my point. We know the system is rigged. So, you know, Trump's election was the plan all along. And the staged fear of the establishment being afraid of Trump was part and parcel of how they stage these elections to heighten the polarity of the people who imagine their votes make a difference and they can contribute to the outcome. But, you know, and then there's another slant uh, that is that there most probably is fear of Trump coming in by the establishment in D.C. and beyond because the people whose careers are vested, invested in the Bush-Clinton criminal syndicate have been given their walking papers, and Plan A is awash. Their careers and influence days are over. It could go even as far as war crimes, tribunals. I mean, who knows? That's just fine with me. But now, we just have to keep our critical thinking cap on, high alert, and watch Plan B emerge. Mm. Well, Renegade Nation, I'm Everly Isby, taking a break here. When I come back, I'm going to talk briefly uh, into another reality aspect that is in the works, another subplot to the play we call America. The plot thickens, Renegade Nation. This is Renegade Talk na- Radio, uh, and I'll be right back. We don't sugarcoat shit. <laughs> This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hey, I'm back. This is Everly Connecting the dots here on Renegade Talk Radio. And so, you renegades out there, the plot thickens for America... This subplot in the story of this country has been in the works for some years now, around 20 years, I do believe. Uh, But this involves the work that Anna von Wright's and her team have been accomplishing for the benefit of the people of this country and the nations, all 50 of them, that comprise the United States, to take America back from the corporatocracy that has usurped and severely compromised this country over generations. On the sly, and with self-interest, malice of forethought. How's that? As I've uh, you know, and as I've explained in past shows, you know, the the federal government service contractors, doing business as uh, all capital letters United States Incorporated and the United States of America Incorporated, are separately going through. One is going through liquidation at the UN, and the other is in. Chapter 11, Bankruptcy Proceedings with the International Bankruptcy Trustees. Now, what does that mean? The states of America, the 50, 50 nations that comprise the continental states of America now have the opportunity to reform and rebuild how the federal government functions. Maybe to, you know, to rein in the rampant corruption and the international self-interests that have currently... Are the business as usual chicanery and criminality that is our current form of federal corporate control and bring it back under the limitations of the original contract that is the constitution for the small u united states of america and reverse things so that the people are the sovereigns and the county state and federal are inferior and under the interests of the people and the various states who will dictate those interests to the federal if whatever those interests might be cannot be handled by the states themselves or the counties themselves, the way it was originally designed. To explain a bit further, I'll do a slight backstory so so that it gives you a framework of what happened to this country. This is also from Anna Von Reitz's writings, and this is a quote. The original Union of States created by the Articles of Confederation, which is in 1781, was destroyed by operation of law in 1860. In other words, Renegade Nation, that was the Civil War period. There is no Union of Sovereign States and hasn't been since 1860 except for the undefeated Union formed by the Confederate States of America. There is no Federation of Sovereign States operating as the United States of America. No such federal government. Thus, we have limped along all these decades afterward without an actual Federation of Sovereign States in operation at all. Instead, we've been operating as a multinational commercial corporation made up of 50 state franchises. And that has been the basic demise of the land of the free, and obliterated the original foundational functionality, this is me speaking here by the way, that was created by the Declaration of Independence and the respect for the individual's inherent rights outlined and defined by the Bill of Rights. So as I said before, I'm going to read the recent update from Anna Von Reitz as to where we are right now. And this is, I'm quoting now from Anna Von Reitz. she says, Everyone needs to get real sober real fast, especially Jacob Rothschild. Mr. Rothschild was, has, was, uh, has performed a worthy, albeit uh, self-interested public service. He bought the debts of the International Monetary Fund in sufficient quantity to stave off World War Three. But the quid pro quo is that he and his new governmental services corporation, calling itself the New Republic, inherit the service contract created by the Constitution for the small U, United States of America, and get to provide and charge us for the 19 enumerated federal services. The problem is, and has been for 150 years, that we are the states of America, and we get to choose who provides services for us and we also rule the land jurisdiction of this country so there is a new contract to be negotiated and this time it's going to be negotiated by us, not by service providers making deals behind our backs amongst themselves and then pretending to represent us. Uh, She goes on, uh, this is a little bit long, just hang with me, but this is important stuff. Quoting again, We are, were not impressed by the service provided by earlier Rothschild companies that were bankrupted under false pretenses, and we liked the service provided by the Rockefellers and their partners in crime even less. So any idea that we are under any obligation to accept Mr. Rothschild's company doing business as the new republic, as our federal service provider, is to say the least Premature. We've accepted some services on an as-needed, temporary basis, and we thanked Mr. Rothschild. Uh, Excuse me, my 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 computer just did something weird here. Um, And we thanked Mr. Rothschild for his willingness to provide them, but we have made no commitments. Uh, So we thanked Mr. Rothschild for his willingness to provide them, but we have made no commitments and have not allowed him or his corporation to assume anything but a pay-as-we-go position. The perps in DC have caused a real problem for us and for the rest of the world. And those perpetrators are not Americans. They are all British subjects and always have been. The United States they represent is not the United States that belongs to us as a birthright forever. All the fraud and all the banking and legal chicanery in the world won't change the facts and we have adequately demonstrated the facts and objected to any self-interested interpretation of them before the Suprema Tribunal, the Vatican Chancery Court. The official international contact for the American states at this point is the American Native Nations and the indigenous American delegates that include the Athabascan and Lakota Nations at the United Nations, not the New Republic. Which is just more European meddling in our business. We have acted as the priority creditors of the Federal Reserve and documented our claims with 20 years of due process and recorded claims and international liens in behalf of the living people and the actual American states. Uh, and this goes on. I, I don't know if you're really interested in all of this, you know, but but I've left it in. Yeah, I'm just gonna kind of let it hang there. Uh, She also mentions, like, as an event, you know, who they've been informing and doing all the uh, filings and notices and all this kind of stuff to take this country back to the people and the states. Uh, The King of Spain has been duly notified, and he has taken up position to make sure that the Queen, you know, Queen Elizabeth and Prince William get their paws off our assets and stop usurping against our lawful government. So if you're interested in this, I've left the link on my site. And once again, I really, uh, I, I, I hope I haven't confused you with any of this. Uh, I doubt I have. Uh, but I hope I got your curiosity, your curiosity meter revving to understand this better. Because this affects all of us, not only in the United States of America, but worldwide. As I've said many times in past shows, if you really want to catch up on what is really going on and have an informed and educated perspective so that you can make good decisions around your own life to protect your own interests, go to Annavonrights.com. I'll spell it out. A-N-N-A-Von, V as in Victor, O-N, Writes, R-E-I-T-Z, R-E-I-T-Z. AnnaVonWrites.com. Along with reams of information pieces by Anna to help you understand, there is a link to buy this book, which I truly recommend and have been recommending it since day one. You know there's a problem when, An American Affidavit of Probable Cause, that's the name of the book. uh, You can buy it in book form, there's a link on that page, AnnaVaughnWrites.com. You can buy it in book form for about 20 bucks and the e-book is only three bucks. Great read, which is easy reading as well. It's actually in a kind of a comic book form, so you don't need to be a constitutional scholar to get it. So I hope this show was an interesting listen for you. I'll be back soon. There is so much to talk about. Uh, The world is changing fast. This is Everly Isby signing off on Connecting the Dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. Arrivederci and ciao, Renegade Nation.